Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Your trainer, Melanie Cole, is here to motivate and help you perform. It's time now for Train Your Body. Well, how do you avoid some of the common gym maladies, things that happen to you? Your fingers swell when you're walking on the treadmill. I always know that. So I don't wear any rings when I'm on the treadmill because I just know that when I get off, I'm not going to be able to even move those things. Or you get saddle sore after you're cycling or taking a spin class. How do you avoid those things? Well, the expert here today is Grace Simone. She is the group fitness director for Plus One Health Management. She's also editor of ACSM's resources for the group fitness instructor. She is the consummate expert on all things health clubs. So welcome to the show. Grace, tell us about common gym maladies. What? Okay, let's start with your fingers swelling. The best tip is not to wear rings, but what else can we do about our fingers swelling? <laughs> Hands up. That's one of the things you have to remember. When you're walking, whether it be on the treadmill or you're just out for a little stroll, very often people walk with their hands at their sides. So the first thing you want to realize is Bend your elbow, preferably at 90 degrees, and as you're walking, have your arms move from shoulder to shoulder. So right hand to shoulder, left hand to right shoulder, like you're tossing salt over your shoulder, right? Isn't that good luck in in some communities? Think Mm -hmm. about the arms moving very naturally, and every so often, raise your hands up. And the reason why your hands are swelling is it's the lowest point on your body. So we call it peripheral edema, which just means that the the fluid is going to the lowest point, which happens to be your hands and your feet. So if you're walking with your hands down, pick your hands up, and that'll help that fluid to come down. And if you just, even sometimes when I'm walking, I raise my hands up over my head as I'm walking because I move my fingers around, which will help significantly. Same thing for your feet. If you're on your feet a lot or maybe you're walking a lot after you cool down, lay down, put your feet up a little bit higher than your head, which is usually a little bit higher than your hips. You can prop your feet up on the wall or prop them up with some pillows for a couple of minutes. And that also is just gravity pulling the fluid back into the body and away from the extremities. That's great advice because I know when I did the Avon walk, Grace, and you're walking 40 miles, you know, and by the end of the day, your fingers look like sausages and, you know, (laughs) your whole hand actually. So we were all walking down the street with our arms up in the air, you know, Mm -hmm. and just trying to keep them up in the air and put them behind our head and shake them around, you know, because everything just heads down because of gravity. So really good advice. Now, what about, you know, you see people in those cycling pants. I personally don't think anybody looks good in them, but that's neither here nor there. You're taking a cycling class or you really like to ride the bike. What do you do about that feeling that you get in your thighs and it's painful and that's not part of the workout pain? Well, and this is, this is a, a huge issue for many people. So I'm going to do with the newbies and then the enthusiasts. If you're new to cycling, the, the best advice I'd give you is less is more. Don't go into the mega spin class that's 60 minutes because your, your friend or, or your frenemy, I always say, says, oh, yeah, it's a really good thing for your first class. Take the 60-minute class. Go into something that's shorter or let the instructor know, hey, I'm new, I just want to try this out, you know, and, and if you're starting to feel uncomfortable, just let the instructor know, hey, halfway through, I think I'm, I might leave, because you want to gradually condition yourself to, to the bike. You know, you wouldn't go on horseback riding for the first time and, and start jumping. So little by little, you want to acclimate yourself. That's A. B, make sure the instructor 
fits you properly on the bike. Because if you're not fitted properly, that's going to make you sore in places that you never wished you were sore to begin with. So those are tips for, for our newcomers for starting out. Now, once you're in the class, what a lot of people don't realize is there's so much core work that's involved. And you think, you know, I'm sitting on the bike, right? Plop, plop, everybody goes. And everybody really pushes down into the seat. But what I want you to think about is imagine that you have eggshells on the seat or maybe like, you know, something that's prickly that might not be good to push down on. I want you to lift everything you sit on that's soft and gushy. That's your, the bottom of your core. Lift it up as you're seated. So you're engaging those pelvic floor muscles, the Kegel muscle. That's all going to help lift the core and engage the core to assist in keeping that saddle from bouncing around on the seat. So that's number one. Number two, you need the leg strength. You know, most people, they just sit heavy on the seat. They fill their legs around. But all of those things put together will assist you in strengthening your core, strengthening your legs, and then you become more efficient at it. That sense of saddle soreness goes away. Now, that's for all of our newcomers. If you're taking cycling regularly and you still have those problems, then, or you're really cycling a lot, then you look into the not-so-fashionable but comfortable padded shorts, and they also have padded seats. So if you're not into walking around with the shorts, you know, because this Melanie's going to be looking at you going, yeah, those are really attractive, <laughs> then you go to the padded seat. They're like gel cushion seats. It fits right over a standard seat. You can bring it to the gym with you. Just don't leave it there because I guarantee you it won't be there tomorrow when you go back. And it makes the ride much, much, much more comfortable. And you can use it for your outdoor bike as well. Okay, so the saddle soreness, you know, and don't wear those shorts because they really, especially with the padding and the tush and all, they just, they don't look good on anybody. But if you're not worried about that sort of thing, fine. Now, what about when you're working out really hard or you take a boot camp class? And you get dizzy. I have heard this, Grace, about 18 million times in the last 25 <laughs> years of training people. I'm a little dizzy. I need to sit down. Or I'm a little nauseous. I need to sit down. You know, and, and I always ask them first if they ate anything before they worked out because, of course, blood sugar levels mess around. But talk about getting dizzy. Talk about getting that headache or getting nauseous when you're taking these hard classes and working out really hard jumping around. And they're very popular right now. So what I want the, all the listeners to think about when you're in a, in a boot camp environment or any kind of class that's high intensity, how much time you're spending on your feet followed by how much time you're not on your feet, which means you're on your hands doing push-ups, you're on your back doing sit-ups. And if those things come quickly in succession, you do a set of jumping jacks and then everybody down on your hands and you're going to do push-ups. Everybody jump up and you're going to do a high-knee jog. As many times as you do that, it forces your body to go through what we call a dynamic change. So, you know, your, your body's job is to keep the blood flowing through the body, and you've got the body upright, and then you change the body's position. So now your, your body's laying down, and then your body's getting up again. And your body's struggling in addition to just keeping up with the workout to keep the blood flow constant. And sometimes, because of many, many things that, that can contribute, like Melanie said, your blood sugar, you could be dehydrated, you might be overworked, fatigued, tired, lots and lots of things, that will affect your, your body's ability to get the blood moving fast enough. And the first thing that usually happens is people start feeling a little funky, feel a little nauseous, and they immediately think they're going to be sick. And off they run out of class. And I always tell people, please don't do that. Stay in class, sit down, 
because what usually is going to happen is you're going to faint because you're not getting enough blood up to your head. So take my advice. If you start feeling that way, first thing is slow down, cool down a little bit. If you're still feeling that way and you start getting that funny feeling in your head, sit down, put your feet up. Just like we said earlier, what you do when when your feet are swelling, put your feet up a little bit higher than your head. It'll force the blood back to your head where it belongs, and you'll start feeling better really soon. Let the trainer or the instructor know when you're feeling that way because sometimes you're a few phases away from fainting. And in order to repair that, Try not to do so many of those dynamic changes. That's one thing that can happen. The other thing that can happen, especially nowadays with these high-intensity interval training and Tabata classes where you're working really high and hard for a short period of time and then you're doing something else, maybe your heart rate didn't come down enough. You didn't give yourself enough cool-down time. That's another thing that happens. And, you know, we really need to value recovery. Recovery is your we friend. We absolutely do. Rest now. is your friend. And rest is your friend. And we're out of time, Grace. I'm so sorry because this is really great information. And people really need to hear these things because these are maladies and things that happen when you're at the gym and when you're taking these classes. So if you get that nasty headache, you need to really rest it out a little bit. And if you, you know, are are getting those saddle sores, as Grace said, there's a lot of things you can do to make these maladies not so severe so that you can get the best workout you can get you're listening to train your body motivate and perform with the american college of sports medicine right here on radio md this is melanie cole thanks for listening and stay well